Yeah, Angel Vampire absolutely kicked his ass, but so did a lot of horses. He Tap of Trice was beyond embarrassingly bad in that race. I, I mean, I he he was totally embarrassing for somebody that backed him. Period. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. He was awful. So he's gonna run a lot better in this race. He has to. Right. <laughs> but it still doesn't mean some of that baggage isn't there with him. There. there were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared Who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it Started a website where players go to see all their picks The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to So next time that the horses all line up at the post Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga And all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets Plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets RacingDudes.com for all of your needs RacingDudes.com for all of your leads RacingDudes.com for all of your bets RacingDudes.com as good as it gets RacingDudes.com for all of your needs RacingDudes.com for all of your leads RacingDudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up, I'm Dirtwall? He's Aaron Halterman. It is Thursday, June 8th, and this is the Belmont Stakes. Blinkers off. What's up, man? What's up, everybody? What's up, dudes? It's going to be uh, a really, really darn good show. I think it's going to be a really good uh, uh, Belmont. Uh, what a day we've got planned, and uh, hopefully everything kind of works out uh, the way we hope. <laughs> expected to we'll see what happens there's a lot of drama once again around a, a triple crown event listen for everyone that's on here like if you haven't figured out by now like we do the Gulfstream park post draw or the uh the the uh post time that's what we do so if, you, if we say we're starting at two o'clock we start at two you know well we have a, if we have a carryover it's even later so it's it's right. 207 usually 207 is like you can bank on 207 every every day so it's like if you show up on time you're early that's the way i look at it but yeah you're right um we are finally here alteran we are finally in the final leg i i don't know i always get to this point unless it's like a you know triple crown of the line where you're just kind of like you're you're excited for it but you're also ready because you know the summer's looming you know we're in the summer we got saratoga you know you know monmouth with the haskell and all that racing get you know it feels like it's just right there um del mar so it's like it, it, it's one of those things where i'm like i'm ready for it and also ready to move past the triple crown you know sometimes horse racing not sometimes all the time horse racing is its own worst enemy it shoots itself in the foot a lot this triple crown has been more about just horrific luck right like you, you had everything that's went on at churchill obviously something's going on but that is just bad luck when that happens and then the scratches for the kentucky derby another thing with the favorite scratch i mean that's just horrible luck pimlico you had another big scratch and and then the horse that was going for the triple crown didn't win so more bad luck and now you get here where it seems like again everything was like wow this is going really well we've got the horses mainly that we want minus one or two we've got an unbelievable betting card wildfires not even in this country in canada <laughs> are forcing what could be a delay it's just, it's been a bad luck run for horse racing more than them shooting themselves in the foot this time. But look, I, I told you right before we went on the air, I, I just read just seconds before we got on the air, the Yankees games for tonight 
are still a go. They got two games uh, today, uh, one at 3.05 and then one uh, after that, a doubleheader. They claim they're playing both those games. So if, by my logic, if you can play the baseball games tonight, you're probably going to be able to run at Belmont Friday and Saturday. If that's the case, who knows? But that's kind of the gauge that I'm using right now. Right. And for those who, you know, aren't aware, like, you know, Belmont Park, you know, in Elmont is basically right there in New York City, essentially. So it's all right there. So if they're going to play uh, baseball, I mean, they, yeah, they canceled the card today, but I would think they're going to do every everything they can to play. Um, Dave, yeah, appreciate it, Dave. Yeah, poor like, Dave. Can we just have one week? Can we have one of these Triple Crown races go as planned? Please. Um I mean, now you're going to have horses complaining that their lungs hurt when they run, and it's just going to be a nightmare. I mean, we haven't talked about what's going to happen after the fact when all of them are complaining that they can't breathe. I mean, yeah. I, I talked to Ricky uh, before uh, we got on the show as well. He said he was at the Yankee game on Tuesday. said it looked like a war zone. It was hazy. You couldn't hardly see pop flies. He said that Wednesday it was just awful. He did say it's a lot better Thursday. He lives – I I'm – think it's like 10 20 miles from belmont i might be wrong a mile or two one way or the other so you know that's a pretty good gauge and and he said if it improves again they, they'll probably be pretty pretty well set to go but you know i mean you can project what this thing's going to do or what what this smoke cloud is going to do but it, you know yeah it's kind of got a mind of its own as well so we'll see hopefully it clears up hopefully we keep getting you know improvements on that area because Look, it's not that big a deal if they cancel it. We'll just run it next week. And for gamblers, not not that big a deal. If you're going, it's a big deal. But I, I would still like to see this thing happen on Saturday. Yeah, this was uh let's see if I can pull this up. This was this is what I was talking about. This was yesterday. Um at at uh Belmont Park on the roof. Ron Flatter is that's what I was telling you about, Halterman. Mm -hmm. like, you know him now. Um mm -hmm. This is what it looks like yesterday. Now, I haven't seen anything today, so this, this could be outdated at this point. But it does seem, if it is going to do this, it would be concerning that they're going to run. Um, I pulled up on the screen here. I don't know if you can see that very well. Yeah. And honestly, the camera does not do the scene justice. It's correcting... I wanted his commentary. <laughs> yeah, I, I muted it. But that that was yesterday, and that's in the afternoon. I mean, that, that's in, that's insane. Yeah. Um, and you know, I would think for even for the optics of it, you're not going to run the Belmont with it looking like that. So hopefully, it clears up in the next couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I said, you're right. And and the other thing about it is that you got to think about who who's really going to want to be going to this event if it's like that outside you know right. i i don't think this is going to be a tough ticket if you want to go to the belmont well first of all make sure they're having it second of all just walk up they might let you in for free well well fingers crossed um one they run and if they don't fingers crossed that they they can almost just keep everything as it is basically bubble wrap everything and say hey let's move it to next weekend and that would make everyone's lives including ours easier uh, so hopefully it's, it's, it, you know, it's like, it'd be obvious, you know, and it's also helps too. There's no triple crown on the line. You know, that would be the key thing. If there was one on the line, then what do you do? You know, you can't postpone it. Cause then all of a sudden it's not a real triple, you know what I mean? So, uh, that would have been, that would have been a nightmare. I didn't even so, think about that, but that would have, I, I can't, I don't even want to think about how terrible that would have been. 
can you imagine if Mage was running for the Triple Crown and all, and all this excitement, and then it's like now you have forest fires in Canada, possibly <laughs> postponing it. No. Um, <laughs> oh, but it's not going to happen because Mage lost in the Preakness. Yes. So um, really, uh, past him, that I don't know who else you'd want to see. You know, I guess like you know, first mission or whatever. But uh, it just seems like from what we've seen this year so far, everyone that is good enough should is in the race you know and that's what makes i think the race i don't know i think it's the best race of the three i think it is too uh this this in the derby definitely better than the preakness i mean you could make arguments one way or the other but it seems like it seems like we've gotten to a point where this is kind of like you know like other than mage maybe two fills but two fills was never really meant to go this far i mean i think this is kind of the best of what we've got that's in training and running right now so i'm with you it feels like the best of the three it also you know the the way the the card is just stacked around it makes it that much better and and that's that's the big key here what a card they put together and, you know, it's it's a great day of racing. It's a Breeders' Cup-like weekend of racing. Hopefully, we get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, and we get all these stakes races in. Yeah. Not only is it a Breeders' Cup-like weekend, we have a couple Breeders' Cup races. Uh, we have three Breeders' Cup winning your ends, the Jiper, Ogden Phipps, and the Met Mile all winning your ends for the uh, the Breeders' Cup. So, not only is it a Breeders' Cup-like feel, it is, you know, and it definitely has, to me, it's always that weekend that you feel like, I know, like, we had the Shoemaker, you know, you know, two weeks, last weekend or whatever it was, uh, this one feels like the official like kickoff because not only you, you pivot from the Belmont being over. Now you've got three winning your ends that are solid races. Right. Um, cause like, let's be honest, like the Ogden Phipps winner of this race definitely could win, um, the, uh, distaff, right. Uh, same with the Jiper, same with the Met mile. Um, it feels like it's possible that Cody's wish is going to point to the classic, similar to what flight line tried last year. Um, so if that's the case, I mean, you've got some, and let's be honest, the Met Mile is not only is it a solid race, um, for a stallion making race, but this year, the olders, older horses, I mean, it's just, it's completely lacking. So he can make a case for himself to be not only going towards the classic, but one of the classic favorites, um, if you were to run really well. Um, so yeah, it's a huge weekend, not just for the Belmont, but also for that undercard. And as it looks for, um, towards the future jason says the air quality has improved throughout the day today he's on the jersey shore so saturday will be fine he thinks that's good um yeah let's i, I kind of wanted to we'll go over the belmont we'll go kind of go through that in depth and then maybe we'll touch on some interesting horses or races that you like or we you know the the fans like mm-hmm. on the undercard that we're excited to watch but it's a i mean i'll be i'll be i'll just put it out there like we're finalizing the bible as we speak and not only is this, I think this might be one of the tougher cards I've ever handicapped. Um, there's a stretch there. Races seven through nine, in my opinion, of this card are the toughest three race sequence that I've, I think that I've ever handicapped. Yeah. Um, and not to say like, like if you get all three right, I'm not going to say like that's completely shocking, but it's just there's so many options in all three of those races that it just makes, I mean, the Woody Stevens is insane. Um, the cards are, the, the, the fields are, 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 are deep, um, really good betting races pretty much all day. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And yeah, you get into, uh, you know, like you said, a stretch there, four or five races where it's like, man, there's a lot of different horses that can win. And so, 
you're right. I, I really love uh, the betting plan I put together and stuff like that. But at the same time, like I told you last night, it's like, I really love the bets, but man, you gotta, you, you gotta press opinions and boy, are there horses that could jump up and bite you and you run like second and third and be like, well, I'm not even really that surprised. This was yeah. a really quality field. So you gotta, it, this is more about trying to figure out who is the real high, high quality and who's just the, they're really good, but not up to that great level. And you know, that's, that's the job on this card. Uh, there's every race has multiple horses that can win aside from maybe one or two of them. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, the Ogden Phipps has like six horses. I can make a case for four of them easily, like mm -hmm. easily, easily, you know, um, it's just that kind of, it feels like one of those days where you could be wrong and right a lot at the same time. You know, you could be like, man, I handicapped that race perfectly, but yeah. that horse just, I mean, just got nailed at the end or whatever it is, you know, like, I feel like you could, or have a really nice horse that you like underneath the long shot that, you know, runs third instead of second where you need a second. Like it just feels like that kind of day, but you, it also is one of those days where you just gotta be right once or twice and yep. it can make the whole thing go. Um, so let's see, uh, Dave, uh, don't listen to Kevin. That's <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> uh, although I am here for the humor from Kevin every time, uh, Dave, we have, yeah, so many people work on the card. So we, I mean, Halterman is our lead handicapper. We, him and I own the site. We started the site. We also have um, on the on the in the Bible, for instance, on this particular card, we have uh, seven people that are have their input in there. Myself and Halterman, Magic and Samaj from Magic Mike Show, uh, Papa Do, Doctor Miranda and Vinny, um, Vinny Blonde from Real Dynasty. Those guys and and girls uh, all add to that guide. But we also have people. Uh, that were, you know, that, that do some stuff for us here and there. We're adding people, you know, for the summer. So, yeah, it's uh, it's quite the team that we've established. Um, but our lead handicapper, if you look on the website, those picks on, like, the free picks, those are all coming from the guy over here on, uh, well, my left, but you're on the right side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch. We started just him and I, and we've got a bunch of people now. So that's that's good. I don't know. I, I will. I'm a. I kept going to search. I'm gonna be upset if search results win because I, at first I was on her and then I ultimately, I am using her underneath. Um, I do agree with you, Michael. I think uh, or Mike. I think this is one of those rates. It feels like she's due, right? But it also, it's felt like she's due for quite a while. Um, that's another one of those. Like, feel like really like Clarier. Is she going to be good enough? I mean, I know she's good enough, but, it, you know, she's one of those horses that can come running late and then, you know, maybe she gets second to search results or the five uh, or even, you know, your horse secret oath. So it just feels like, well, again, one of the, that's, that's a perfect example of a race that feels like you could be totally right and totally wrong in all the worst ways. They're all, they're all decent horses and they're all decently unreliable in their own ways. Search results being one, Clarier being one, Secret Oath being one. I mean, right? They're they're all good. You can't really sit there and say I I, I think these horses aren't any good because they're they're very good. But they're they're all horses that when you try to just use them, they will kill you. And they've done it over and over and over over the over the past two, three, sometimes four years. You talk about search results. So yeah, I mean, it absolutely could be her time talking about search results it absolutely could be she gets second that's that's that field in a nutshell that's those horses in a nutshell 
And like I said, that's no disrespect to them. That's just the reality of what they've been over the years to, to betters. The tricky part about betting that particular race, the Ogden Phipps, it's that the horses are going to are, are all there's so many. I mean, there's so many options to where you're going to kind of have to hammer it somewhat in order to make any sort of money. You know, you can't just play, you know, 10 to win on on a horse because they're all going to I mean, whatever. Right. But it, it, you got to play some sort of exacta or or double or whatever to make to juice that up a little bit. But the problem is like, we're just saying like, I'm kind of against secret oath in terms of how I'm betting the race. And I am fully aware that I could look like an idiot afterwards. Um, and same goes for, if you are on searchers or on secret oath, you could sit, yeah. sit, sit sitting there thinking, ah, why did I bet her? You know, but it's just one of those things that you have to make some sort. And that, it kind of goes along the lines of a lot of these races on Saturday. You got to kind of go with it. Like, Listen, I, this is my opinion, and here's my bet that 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 pushes my opinion, and I've got to be able to max out the most I can out of it. Exactly. I mean, couldn't have said it better myself. You absolutely just have to make a decision and press it. And like you said earlier, you, you don't have to be right a lot on this card. You just got to be right a couple times. And I, I mean, that's a race. It's kind of like you said, you kind of need to bet it because there's going to be some value there. If you leave off a horse here or there that people are going to bet and you can do it and you feel like you can do it. Yeah. It's just, you got to be right. If you're leaving off Clary air, you got to be right that day. You you know, if you're leaving off secret oath, you got to be right that day. The bottom line is we can all sit here and, and throw out different horses. It's a who knows race when they open those gates in this one. It really is because they all just kind of trade off and there's not really an angle to use where you feel real confident. Right. So you just kind of go like I kind of went with, I just think search results clearer. They might be a little better. Or I mean, uh, uh, secret of clearer. They might just be a little better. Right. Than, than search results, but search results could certainly beat them both. You know, So it's just, you're going to try to take a little bit of a guess and hope that you guess right. Yeah, you know, and honestly, I was pretty okay with playing against uh, Secret Oath. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, you know what? That one, the one turn might make, might, might be a little bit of an equalizer for her in terms yes. of it's just all about if they, if, if he can time it right, because she does have that pop, right? Where she, I mean, it, it, it's like clockwork. Name a race that she didn't fire. Now, sometimes it wasn't good enough, but she fires every time. So the one yeah. turn, I'm cons- I'm thinking that might help her, and that's kind of where I keep going back to. Like I'm worried about her, um, but I also think it might help. You know, search results ran too good to lose last year in this race. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's one of those things. Like you got to make a decision somewhere. If you think about how Secret Oath runs, it should benefit her, right? One burst around one turn should benefit her. Yeah, but again. It should. You don't, you, you just don't really, you never really know what she's going to do. If she shows up with her A effort, I do think she's better than the field. You just never really quite know when she's going to show up with that. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, last year, you know, um, I think, was it last year that, um, yeah, so where search results kind of did all the dirty work with kind of put Latrusco away and then got, got nailed late, but she ran good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, was it Latruska? Was she? Yeah, and she was also she was tired as hell 
the second oh. part of that year too. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. She just, she seemed like a, the more they ran her, she just kept getting tired. Uh, and I think that's why she kind of, I don't know, kind of faltered. But yeah, that was that last year. Latruska went out and went crazy and search results just zoomed by her, but she zoomed by her so quick. It was like, oh shit. Now here comes the close. Yeah, here comes you know? Claire Air and Malathot. Yep. Both mm-hmm. come flying. But you know, you look at like search results, the races she runs in, you know, the horses she's been beat by, you know, uh, search results, or I mean, I'm sorry, Claire Air, Malathot. Uh, and then last out, of course, was first off the bench, you know, got beat by Plate Hard and Secret Oath, who were in this race. So um, she likes Belmont Park. So I, that's a that's a that's a plus here, but I don't know. I it just it definitely feels like she's due. But I also like if if you if, if you've been playing her all along, I think you keep <laughs> you keep going, right? Yep. Uh, I mean, she four to one. She, that's the thing too about this race. Like you're going to kind of get all the odds in a, in a ballpark of where you where they're at, you know, because there's someone. Oh, there's so many options, you know. Even played hard. Who I think could go out there and kind of surprise everybody um keep she kind of keeps doing that and uh, she's six to one on the morning line you know you're gonna get a nice price on her so yeah. uh all those horses are in that race are are in with a shot all right guys let's get to the main like we're not here to talk about we are here to talk about that but we're here to talk about the main event today's show we're gonna preview and get picks for uh, saturday's 1.5 million dollar belmont stakes at belmont park the final leg of the triple crown let's go Um, Ronnie, I saw your question earlier, but I lost. Are you gonna do it? Are we gonna do a preview of the True North Poker or Brooklyn Halterman? Uh, we've got a racing guide going to be available. Well, it's available right now for pre-sale, and I don't know when you said it was going to be done. And yeah, they've got all kinds of content on that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, it's uh, it's in my hands. I'm working on it as we speak. Should be done. Then uh, let's say two hours. Of, okay. of right now so just go over to get that in my bets yep um it's always it always i know it's like it's a it's a small number compared to how many we 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 put out there but it's like it never never surprises me it ceases to surprise me where it's like the car draws like i bought it where is it at like <laughs> I, I i just like you guys can either get just something or you can get our best product that we can put forward you know what i mean mm-hmm it's like I can give you something, but I haven't had enough time to think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would rather wait. If I was buying it, I would. I'd be fine with getting it Saturday morning. So as long as I knew that it was like the last, you know what I mean? Like the last bit of information um, that you could squeeze in there. But some people just a little antsy, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think people are like us. They like to they like to start early, you know. And so they, yeah. they like to have that. And, uh, you know, we, we do give it to you usually two days before the race. So like I said, he said two hours. That's, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. And listen, we, you know, we, we do one to three. Well, do you count, don't count the Derby one. We did like six updates on that one. But, you know, if you do, we, we do get, you know, if there's something that has a scratch, obviously a major scratch, especially we're updating it. So you can kind of plan to see an update like Friday night and even possibly Saturday morning. Um, so it just, as an F that as, as an FYI, anybody listening that does buy the Bible or considering buy the Bible, make sure you, you know, when we release it, sure, go download it, but make sure you, you look in your emails to see if it's been updated. Also just go, you know, go into the dashboard and, and re-download it on Saturday morning to make sure you have the final version, um, with any scratches or if it's a major scratch or update or something that's, that's, 
means something, we will, and we're not going to believe it because, I mean, we're also betting these ourselves, so we're going to give you what we're betting. Yep. They're all in line, and we are ready for the start. They're off in the Belmont Stakes. Saturday, race number 12 at Belmont Park, the Belmont Stakes, presented by Naira Betts, grade one. Worth $1.5 million going, of course, a mile and a half across Big Sandy. Goes off at 7.02 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, really is the the highlight of the day. Of course, a big day of racing we talked about earlier. Field of Nine shows up uh, for this one, and we kind of uh, alluded to this. We really have everything, everyone we want in here other than maybe the, the Derby winner, Mage. But look at that. Forte at 5-2. to two. You've got 3-1 to one on Tappet Trice, the Pletcher combo there. 7-2 on Angel of Empire, of course, finishing uh, third, last out in the Kentucky Derby. You've got really everyone in here. You've got National Treasure, your winner of the Preakness. You've got uh, Tappet Shoes, another Brad Cox entry. Um, Brad Cox has three in the race. Hit Show as well, who ran in the Kentucky Derby Red Route 1 uh who ran uh who, who kind of just keeps running in all these races would have ran in all three if he would have qualified for the derby um but okay ultimately let's look at this one you know we look at the favorite forte we didn't think we'd see forte in this race a couple weeks ago um kind of thought we wouldn't see him again until this summer at saratoga but it sounds like they uh, he's doing well after being scratched as the derby favorite the morning of what are your thoughts on forte uh, well, my thoughts on Forte are, uh, I, I think he's the best horse in this crop. I I'm just majorly concerned about the situation, right? I, I mean, I, I don't like horses where they said all along, Hey, we're not doing this. And then now all of a sudden we're doing it because we couldn't do what we wanted to do. So now we're doing this instead. That bothers me quite a bit. And honestly, it was the number one reason why I did not pick Forte to win the race. I would not be that worried if it wasn't a mile and a half. If this was the mile and an eighth Haskell, let's say, uh, or the mile and an eighth Jim Dandy, I really wouldn't be that worried. I just think at a mile and a half, you need to have everything kind of go to plan before you're going to show your best race. However, I have so much respect for Forte and his ability and his talents that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely putting him on tickets, just not on top for me. I did not pick him to win. Um, but boy, I think he's a really nice horse. Obviously, that's a dumb statement to just say out loud because that's that's the obvious statement. You just go back, you watch him. He he's he's just as honest as they come, and I think he will go out there and give it everything he has in this race. I just don't know that that's enough right now with his situation and how he's coming into the race. I'm just dying laughing over here at these comments, like. <laughs> First of all, I had nothing to do with that video. Okay, I, I didn't even know we were there. That was the video thing was happening, and then all of a sudden we got that email, and I, and I watched it. and I was like, hey, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, dude. Like, you know, I, I kind, I, I went into it. Um, let's say like going into it, like, okay, I'm to like, I don't even like that they're in the race. I don't know why they did that. I, I thought they were going to bypass it completely. I don't like the change plans. Like I'm not even using them, consider them. And then I went into it. He was, I, I had written down, like he's my top pick. Forte is yeah. who I'm put, picking to win. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the transition because you go back and you watch his races. It's a horse that just wants to win. And it almost makes you think, even if he's not completely fit or not completely ready, because he can't be right after, you know, I haven't seen yeah. him in 70 days. Um, that he's going to run his ass off because that's what he does. But it's a, 
It's a mile and a half. That's a total equalizer. And I just have a feeling like he's going to, we're going to be talking about how, man, he ran so good, but he just got a little tired late. That's kind of my concern. So I kind of imagine a scenario that he does a lot of the dirty work. I think he's going to be closer this time uh, than he especially was in the Florida Derby. He's going to put away uh, national treasure. Who's going to be, you know, on the lead. He's going to, you know, he's going to hit the, you know, hit the top of stretch. Like he looking like a winner. And then here comes those two big dogs. The ones that are going to be, you know, eating up ground late, whether it be Tabit Trice, whether it be angel of empire. I think those are the two most logical winners of this race. And, you know, one of those horses get them. I, I agree. And again, I, I still am going to use Forte and I'm not letting him beat me. That's how much respect I have for him. I just couldn't put him as the top choice in the race, but if Forte wins, I'll be on the live stream. Very happy because I just have that much respect for him. And, and look, I, I think the biggest thing of all those horses that are coming from behind, <laughs> Kevin, you're crazy. The horses that are coming from behind, I don't know that they're that good. Right. So right. if he's, if he's not quite a hundred percent, yeah, he still might be able to hold off these horses from behind. And that's the big key. Why I was at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, I'm still going to use this horse because 90% Forte still might be good enough. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing about it is you also could, we also could look back at this race and say, wow, he just, he just was better than the rest of this group all year. Right. That there was never right. a question. Um, <laughs> I know. Right. These comments are, uh, I want to I want to read it for the people that that just listened to the pod. Kevin says uh, I took eight weeks off from drinking, went to my buddy's wedding last weekend, and got way too drunk too fast. Analysis: Forte can't win. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to work your way there, man. It takes you know one or two of those experiences to kind of get yourself back in form after you've taken some time off. We've all been there, so yep. Um, yeah, I but I do think it's totally possible to where you like you you laid it out exactly like we're. He doesn't, he makes his move. He puts national treasure away and here comes, you know, Tabit Trice and here comes, um, you know, angel of empire, but they're not good enough to get to him. You know, like mm -hmm. they're just, they're just not, or they do get to him and he fights them off because he's a gutty ass horse. So it, I, it's, I'm going to play against him on top, but that could be dicey. Well, and the main reason, and I guess the only reason, because I put Forte in second, and the only reason I don't have him in first is I believe Angel of Empire is the horse for this race this day. I, I just think he is getting better with each start. Um, you look back at his last three races, you just can't knock anything he did in any of the three of them, including the Kentucky Derby, where, my God, he ran a winning race. He just moved a little too late and it's nobody's fault it's just how it worked out um and maze ran just too dang good for him to get and and so did two fills so angel of empire for me is the horse that i think he's the one to beat coming into this i think his price is going to make enough sense um here to, to put him on top as well i just like how he's coming into it um look they ran him a mile to start off the season and they immediately put him in a mile and an eighth mile and an eighth mile and a quarter next in the Kentucky Derby. So three straight races going long. He's gotten better every single race. I, I, I know magic was talking about his doshas or whatever. Doesn't does says he can't get a mile and a half. I don't care about that. I look at the horse. I look at how he looks running long. And I think, I think a mile and a half will be fine for him. Uh, he, his running style is not, 
really ideal, but I think if the pace is slower, he won't be as far back. And so I'm counting on that. I just think he's the one to beat. Magic said that about Forte or Angel of Empire? Angel of Empire. Oh, I was going to say, he didn't pick Angel Forte? Um, uh, Yeah, I... The, adding the blinkers too is interesting. That's an interesting move. Should be able to put them closer. I can't. That kind of. I was going to ask, like, who do you think will be further back in this race? You know, say like at the midway point or whatever. Um, Tapa Trice or Angel Empire, and I think it could have been cl- semi close, but because of those uh, blinkers, especially, he's like. I imagine it's going to be like if you just count like the four contenders, it's going to be like National Treasure, three links to to tap or to to forte five links to angel empire and then like another three links back to tap it try something like that which is a concern if you i mean tap it tries for me is a horse that obviously no secret about me liking him he is going he's going to have i don't not totally concerned about him being way far back early in the race but i, I need to see him make that move like he did um in the bluegrass and be put in a position to where he can make, cause then, you know, when you turn for home, you, you just can't absolutely cannot be asked to make up a ton of ground. You know, you, you've got to be in striking distance um, when they're in that turn. And so if they can do that, then I, I'm not concerned, but you know, that's, that's kind of what I said about the Derby too. And we, and we kind of know how that worked out. So. Yeah. I, I think with angel of empire, if you go back and watch his Arkansas Derby, he was able to kind of do what you said. He, yeah. he made a, a kind of a wicked move and then was still able to just finish. And I think that's what he's going to have to do here as well. You look at Forte, you look at Angel of Empire, they're two horses that have shown a really sharp turn of foot in the past. I don't really think you could say the, re- the, the same for the rest of these horses. Uh, I, I wouldn't say they're, they're necessarily one pace, but none of them have a really sharp turn of foot. Now, it's the Belmont, and sometimes that's okay in a race like this especially so it's not a, a overly like just a knock on those other ones, but Angel of Empire and Forte can really accelerate faster than the rest of these. And then it'll just be okay. They've accelerated. Now here come the plotters. And will the distance be enough for the plotters to go get them after that acceleration? That's that's to me the big thing. Like, can National Treasure, let's say the four horse, get out to the front and just kind of plot a mile and a half? Yes, he can. Can Tapa Trice get a little bit better trip? get to the outside, just kind of plot and get them late. Yeah, he can. I, I didn't go that way, but I, it, it's not unrealistic. Even on Archangelo, it's not un, unrealistic that those horses could still win a mile and a half race like this one. Yeah, I mean, it helps, too, that you have who you have in the corner of, of Forte and Tabit Trice. Todd Fletcher, who's won this race four times, um, including the, the the last two with Tappert and, uh, and Modonagal last year, where you had the, kind of the derby break Belmont and that seems to be kind of his MO uh as of late as far as getting those horses like that um aren't quite ready or aren't quite good you know the derby whatever reason and then really they flourish in the um in the uh, in the Belmont and and that feels like you know Forte didn't run in the derby obviously but if he can if there's any trainer that can get that horse to to pop here it's him and and you know and same with I, I keep just going back to with, with Tappet Trice, it's like he's wanted this race with this horse all year, you know, and yep. I, I, and I'm, tr- I'm, I'm doing my best to, to keep what I saw from the Derby out of it, because I just think that was never a race that, you know, it was a terrible 
considering how it was ran and I was dead wrong about how it would be ran. I was complete, you know, it just, it never was going to, he was never going to win with that trip. And I, I don't imagine he's going to have that trip. He can't have that trip here. Um, it's, 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 it's always, it's always been a race that you, you're not going to, they, te- they, they tend to be more tightly bunched in this race because they're not going as fast up front. And because you're going, you know, a mile and a half and none of these horses want to go too fast, too quick. Right. And so everyone's kind of tightly bunched up. And I keep going back to the idea or the fact that like, I just, I'm not convinced that, that Tabit Trice is going to stop coming, you know, so if they can just kind of get him in the clear and get him in the position, like, I think he's going to be tough to hold off. I do too. I, I I think my biggest problem why I didn't put him on top or or in second, and I put him behind those two horses I mentioned. I feel like they have the ability to get a little bit too far away from him. Uh, you know, I went back and I, I did kind of the same thing. I was like, forget about this Derby. It, it just didn't work out. He was he was horrible in that race. You go back and you watch the bluegrass. It's like, well, if a horse really accelerates in front of him and gets enough ahead of him, even at a mile and a half, I'm, I just don't know. I, I'm not going to be shocked at all, I, I, you know, but I don't know that he can go get him. But he might. This is the race for him. If he's going to win a grade one, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I think there's more to him. I don't, I don't think he's got it figured out yet, so I'm not going to go that far. But if he's going to win a grade one in June, <laughs> this is the one, right? Because it does set up really well for him. His running style, the what he likes to do, what? is made for the Belmont. There's no question. So then it's just a matter of can he go get those horses in front of him? May, or even if it's a national treasure that just gets too out in front of him. I'm just worried a horse or two are going to get too far away from him and I just don't think he's got that quick turn of foot to go get him. Uh, he's going to have to grind him down, and they're going to have to come back to him just a bit. Yeah, I mean, okay, listen. If I, I, I there's a lot of it going into think, I'm like, okay, I've been on this horse. I'm going to pick this horse in the Belmont all well, basically since like February or March, right? And so I'm like, I, I part of it's like, if I do, I he, the race finally gets here. All systems are go. He looks amazing on the track and I'm like, not going to pick him. So that's part of it for me. I also, the way I'm betting the race is I'm not going to let, I do think that, that aside angel of empire is the horse I'm most interested in from a setup from coming into the race, you know, all, you know, the signs of, Hey, he ran a really good derby kind of had some trouble. Maybe just was a little behind mage or whatever, you know, you wouldn't say, but, like he had definitely had a much better showing in the Derby than my, my good friend Tabitha Trice did. And so I, I do think it's one of those two that wins this race. I do think it's Tabitha Trice or angel of empire. I do think Forte is going to show up. I'm going to key him underneath. I think um, the way I'm going to play this race. I just think he's going to run really well. I just think he's going to get caught by one of those two horses for my betting purposes. I hope it's not both of them. <laughs> Well, you've been waiting five weeks to make this bet. Your original bet for the Kentucky Derby was exactly what you just kind of laid yep. out here. So, it really, well, it was those two, and I think I had maybe one or two more on top, but I had Forte Keed in second, and uh, I really felt – and honestly, at Mage was one of them, and it's like I think it would have hit, right? Because I don't know that Mage – or that tap – that Forte was going to beat Mage on that day. And, you know, so it's like I'm going to try to make this thing happen here. I'm going to will it into existence. Um, okay, we've talked about the main contenders. Name a horse here. 
I know Hit Show is one of those that you're very interested in on on the early shows. Name a horse that's not named Tappet Trice, that not named National Treasure, Forte, or Angel of Empire that could kind of blow things up and and win this thing, and and you're not going to use anywhere. It's going to depend on the price, right? Like if Hit Show, I kind of feel like Hit Show is going to take money. That's kind of when I don't want any part of him. I would say the biggest price between Archangelo Hit Show and Red Route 1 would be the one I would try to use, you know, underneath somewhere to kind of spice it up. But you see this at the Belmont a lot. There's kind of a weird horse that comes in. Um, I, I really think it's going to be one of those three. I would just choose the biggest price, honestly. Um, I, I have a feeling Red Route 1 is going to be the one that's kind of forgotten about a little bit because I, I do hear a lot of chatter about Archangelo and Hit Show. And probably for a good reason. I mean, they both have kind of been a little better than Red Route 1. But I kind of view them all the same. So I guess my my long answer here is I think Red Route 1 will probably be the price that he's going to need to be to try to get this horse kind of involved. And you know what he's going to do. He's just going to run up, try to hit the board. Yeah, I actually uh, – I might regret this, but I actually think – you know, a lot of people just assume that, like, Red Route 1, they're going longer – this is all, you know, he's one of the, he's like, it's, he's going to, this is going to race for him, but I almost look at it like, is it almost a negative? Because I, I think this race is not going to suit him early on. He's going to be too far back. He's not, you know, they, we saw it in the Preakness, like he, that race was slow. Now they're going longer. I think this horse is just not going to have much to run into. Uh, and they're going to have to either decide if they're going to use a little of the horse early, but then not have as much left. And I, I don't know, like you're going to have to run down, you know, in order to him to hit the board, you're going to have to run down some some good horses, and you're going to have to outrun, whether it be Tappet Trice or Angel of Empire. Any of those horses that are kind of back there with him a little bit. Uh, well, let's be honest, no one's going to be that far back there with him. But uh, it's just he's going to have to really show something that I don't think he can do. Yeah, I agree, and that's that's going to be a little bit of a problem. But it, but he could just pick off some horses that are maybe went up there and tried to win and got tired types, you know? And so that's kind of where I'm at with him. But look, I, I kind of, I kind of said uh, on the video preview I did of this, this feels pretty top heavy this year. It really does. I think there's a clear line between the top three or four and then the rest of them. Yeah. I think the one horse, you know, if I, if I had to, I think that is somewhat interesting that I'm not going to use is the three. Archangel, like you mentioned, just because you could kind of make a, you could see a situation where he runs huge again and, and wins or runs huge and finishes second, you know, similar to like the Preakness where like I was totally against blazing sevens and you're like, well, there, you knew you weren't going to catch that try because he was in it. He was in it. Um, Archangelo ran really well in the Peter Pan ran really well the race prior and, you know, Castellano aboard. What, what if Castellano wins two of the three legs? of the triple crown this year pulls a Calvin Burrell. That would be pretty crazy. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked. That's a pretty nice horse. You know, people in the chat are kind of comparing these horses, the horses from last year. And, uh, uh, somebody, uh, military history uncover said national treasure is another. We, the people, I kind of felt like Archangelo might be another. We, the people where he's, he's really, really nice. I think he's coming yeah. along really, really well. This might just be a little too much too soon for him. Maybe in the summer we see him at it, at his absolute best, you know. Um, so he kind of reminded me of We the People a little bit. Uh, you know, Angel Vampire, somebody said Modonigal. Yeah, I think he does kind of remind me a little bit of Modonigal. So there are some similarities in here. I agree. I, I don't know, Dave. I would 
I challenge you on this one. Uh, Tabit Trice is going to finish seventh. I mean, here's the thing: like he may not win. Like, I mean, I get why you're. I I, I totally am on, on on board with the fact that why you would be playing against Tabit Trice here. Um, but just from there's too many things about the horse and about the training and about the trainer that like I think hitting the board is kind of definitely fourth is is, is his is his floor. I just think the way the race is going to be and the way he runs, like he's there's going to be a lot of horses that are going to be quitting and being tired, and he's going to be keep, keep coming. Seventh would be very surprising. Seventh means he's something happened. I mean, yeah, I I think it's second through fourth would be the least surprising. Fifth through last would be the most surprising. Winning the race would be like not that big of a shock. That's how I would, I, I would describe him. I really think two through four is where he's going to land. I really don't think he's as bad as five through last. I don't think he's a winner, but I would not be surprised if he was a winner. Yeah, shoddy. We can do it. I mean, I did shave it somewhat or trimmed it so we can, we can shave it off if, if he wins. Right. I mean, yeah. do it for me. Do it for me. Um, Kevin, are you really, Oh, never mind. Good lord. I have a weather app. Sucked you I, I, for half a second. I was like, I actually want to pick your brain a little bit. I, I like the weather. That's you know, fun fact from Kevin. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's just being he's just being Kevin. Um, all right. So let me let me throw a scenario out at you and you let me know what you think. So tap tap at shoes, tap at Trice's brother, not really. Um <laughs> tap at shoes, half brother. Um, do you think that him drawing the rail, the fact that Brad Cox has two other ones in the race. Do you think that it's like he's drawing the rail, he's going to send this horse? One, is he fast enough to, to go with National Treasure? I think we know the answer. And two, do you think it could be at least enough to kind of do a little bit like what Skippy did to We the People last year, where it was like he wasn't right there with him, but he was just enough there to kind of remind him that I'm there and kind of do a lot of that dirty work in order to kind of set this thing up and tire out National Treasure just enough? Yes, but I'm not completely convinced he's got the talent to do that as far as the, the that that early turn of foot to do it. But yes, he is a very likely candidate to do it, especially when he drew the rail. So I, I will answer it shortly. Yes, I think he's got a very good shot to do that and, and help out all those who are, all those people who are not betting national treasure. I think would be very happy if that happens. And I, I think it's very possible that could happen. He he's the one, right? I mean. There's really nobody else that I can trust uh, other. Well, maybe the five, but I, I don't think so. I think it's the one that's going to have to go out there. And with Cox having, you know, other horses in the race that need pace. Yes, he should go out there. Yeah. And I, and I even think that that for not that not to say the Forte is going to like pressure him, but I do think Forte is going to be much closer in this race. You know, look, you go back and look at maybe like the, the fountain of youth race. That was one where he was a little bit closer um, even the Breeders' Cup, he wasn't too far back. But I think the, the go look at the Fountain of Youth. I think that's a situation that you might um, see with him. But yeah, I I kind of think Tabit Shoes can just be enough of a nuisance to to National Treasure, just enough to like where National Treasure isn't going to get the soft splits and the you know no one pressuring whatsoever like we saw in the Preakness. I think it could be just enough, and then you add on the the mile and a half distance where it's just enough to soften them up you know, say for Forte or whatever to kind of go tackle him when they hit the, uh, hit the stretch. Yep. I, I agree with that. I, th I think you laid it out pretty well. And 
you know, Tappet Shoes, he's another, he's kind of a goofy horse too. Both these Tappets draw, draw together. I hope they don't just like run into each other right out of the gate. That'd be sad and funny at the same time, as long as they were fine. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's kind of a goofy horse. To me, you just, you just tell him to go do that job. Just soften him up and, and hope my, my other horses can come get him. You know, Silver Charm makes a good point here, a good analysis of it. You know, in the uh, Derby, Tappet Trice and um, uh, Angel of Empire kind of were right there. You know, Tappet Trice was behind them throughout, and then they when they kind of fanned out when, you know, when the real running started and in the Derby at the top of the stretch, I mean, he just opened up on uh, on Tappet Trice, eight links. Um, he says, she, you know, Silver Charm says all, uh, Angel of Empire over Tappet Trice all day. Uh, I, I don't necessarily disagree. I would say the one caveat to that is the the first half of the race, you know, like Tabit Trice was way back, right? Was was way farther back. And so he had actually make a move to even get into position to be behind Angel of Empire. Uh, and then, of course, had to make another move to try to, you know, and it just never was going to happen. You know, the also, other thing about Tabit Trice is he... It, it, with him versus like uh, angel of empire he needs he can't get stopped right he's not like if he's like grinding slow kind of just the motor keeps getting faster and faster the, the the more they go but if you someone cuts them off someone gets in front of them there's traffic whatever well the momentum everything stops you go from you go from 80 or whatever percentage down to 40 you know what i mean like you can't, you can't just stop and pick it right back up to 80 so it almost kills him from the start. So that's why it's so key for him to be outside of horses in a position. You'd almost rather him uh, go the furthest of anyone in the race just to make sure that no one stops him. It's interesting. Like we're laying out all these things. Tappa Trice has baggage, right? <laughs> and Angel Vampire doesn't. And that's why I picked Angel Vampire to win the race. Like, you don't really have to say any of the stuff. Well, Tabatrice has to have this. He has to have this. And if he gets this, he's screwed. If he does this, he's screwed. Angel Vimpire, it's like, well, if he fires, he should be there with a shot. Tabatrice is like, well, if he fires, but if he gets stopped once, he's done. And this and that. And so that's why I, I was like, yeah, I think Angel Vimpire is the play. I, I don't want to mess with Tabatrice again. If you're going to talk about the Derby, you're never going to play Tabatrice ever. Right? I mean, so... I get what what uh, the commenter was saying there. Yeah, Angel Vampire absolutely kicked his ass, but so did a lot of horses. He Tappa Trice was beyond embarrassingly bad in that race. I, I mean, I, he he was totally embarrassing for somebody that backed him. Period. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. He was awful. So he's gonna run a lot better in this race. He has to. Right. <laughs> but it still doesn't mean some of that baggage isn't there with him. It's there. And that's why Angel Vampire was my pick. I, I just, he has less baggage. I could see an easier time him for him winning. That doesn't mean Tapatrice can't win. It just means I want Angel Vampire better than Tapatrice, especially if he's a bigger price. That That's the other thing I didn't, haven't even mentioned, you know? I mean, let's just be honest. Like, is, is Tapatrice better than Ray's Kane? Yeah. Is he better than Rocket Can? Yes. Is he better than Confidence Game, Sun yes. Thunder? Yes. All horses that were right there with him when he finished. It's like, to your point, I think it's a good point. It's like, he may not win, but you you know, well, you don't know. I mean, he's got to be better than what he was that day. Because those are not good horses that were right there with him. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's the logic, right? At least say, okay, okay, he's not the Derby, so you might as well just chuck that one out. Even if it's the Bluegrass, he's still going to have to run better than that to to win here. And you just got to hope that that progression does happen. He does he have to run that much better than the Bluegrass? If he can do that same thing and carry it a mile and a half and earn a ninety nine buyer, he probably is going to be right there with a chance. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I agree. If he'll be there with a chance, is he good good enough to win with the ninety nine? I don't know. Um, doubtful, but yeah, I, <laughs> he is definitely the best looking horse in the crop, Kevin. And there's not a close second, really. He is yeah. stunning. And I think that's part of my issue with him. I think he looks so damn good, um, on the track. So those are great horses, those great tappets, man. They like to, they like to run well here. Okay. So that, that's, uh, that's the biggest thing for me, um, in tappet trace. Okay. Last, last, uh, kind of question what do you think i mean do you think forte is going to go off the favorite or do you think it's going to be i think it's going to be him or nash or uh, or angel empire i think tapit trice is looking we're looking at third choice with him what do you think forte is the favorite angel vampire second tapit trice third that's my my uh, you know i i think i think it's like two to one on forte three to one on angel vampire seven to two tapit trice that would be my guess no, I, I mean, I think that's, and what about national treasure? Like about where he's at four to one, maybe probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you like anyone else other than those, those these horses are all going to be bet. Kind now, of. Now let me jump out. in before you go on a, I have been shocked by the odds. The last two, two triple crown races at really the last four since the rich strike thing. So there's that B if Forte is three to five, I will be astonishingly shocked. Yeah. I don't, I, if you love Forte, I think you're going to get a good enough price. Three to five seems like that's not going to happen. You guys, the comments in our, especially these big shows are top notch. Silver yep. charm says Tabatrice couldn't explode to the lead. If he was ridden by an insurgent with a suicide vest no. <laughs> too far, maybe, but I appreciate it. Um, and I think I agree. they're interchangeable. Tapa Trice, Angel of Empire. They'll be close for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. Um, I just, it's, I think what we've seen is, so for one, Forte was the favorite of the Derby. And regardless of the baggage and the things that have happened since that, like, he's still a horse that's the two real, and, and even like, we don't even get into the, <laughs> The, the the drugging situations of what we have going on with that because apparently no one cares to talk about that until a year later um you know but he's a horse that's won six of his seven lifetime starts he's a two-year-old champion he's a breeders cup winner he dominated the fountain of youth he won the florida derby and no one should have won the florida derby other than mage based off of that trip mage won the kentucky derby so you have that to go off of as well saying hey wait, maybe he would have won i mean the horse he beat by no count should have won that race and the race, the 95 buyer, we can go ahead and toss that buyer because I think we proved that that's kind of a BS buyer considering how well Mage ran next out and how good of a horse Forte is. And so, yeah, there's like, that's why he's the favorite. That's why he's going to be bet. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I think three to five would be wild, though. Um, but like you said, it, like we've seen some weird betting in these in these races. Um 
I do think the Tappet Trice hate has now gone, like the love was too far. Then it's gone. It's after the poor effort in the Derby, it's shifted all the way to the other side where the hate has now gone too far, I think. And so that is going to help with his odds if you like him. And then, of course, Angel of Empire having the ran really well in the Derby, just didn't quite win. Um, you know, that's going to obviously benefit or lower his odds as well. So I think that's where you're going to get Tabitha Trice as a third choice. Um, I'm not even sure I'd be surprised if National Treasure was lower odds than Tabitha Trice. I'd be surprised, but I mean, I would disagree, I should say, but I wouldn't be surprised. I I would be a little surprised. Um, the, the, the trainer, the jockey, the, the tap it thing. I don't know though. You got Bathford and you got a Preakness winner. That, that's it's, it's going to be tough. It's tough. The, the, the odds have been really hard to predict. So it's, it's a, not an easy question and it's, there really is no, you know, definite answer when it comes to this. It's, it's just been weird. All right. Um, let's do this. Give me your final analysis pick of the race and give me how you think the stretch is going to unfold. I mean, Angel of Empire is the top pick. I, I think he wins it. I think Forte makes the first move on National Treasure and 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 Angel of Empire is right by him. And and I just think has you know National Treasure ran a good race, but I just think this is a tougher challenge for him. Better horses. This guy's got a shot. I think Forte sucks him in. I think Angel of Empire comes up there and gets him though and, and beats him. And I think you got Tappa Trice coming on the outside trying to get them both. I don't think he gets there. So. Angel Vampire Forte, Tappa Trice, and then fourth, who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I see it somewhat similar, only in, in my scenario, Tappa Trice, you know, gets there. So yeah. um, I, I think it's going to be a case that uh, National Treasure runs a good race. Forte kind of tracks him, you know, makes the first move. We hit the top of the stretch when, you know, and they're in the stretch. You know, Forte's now made his move. We're going to mention his name. Our boy, uh, Dur- uh, Durkin's going to call it, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's going to call Forte um, hitting the top of the stretch at the lead of uh, of the Belmont Stakes. But here comes Angel of Empire. He's going to kick out wide a little bit with Pratt. He's not going to make, he's definitely not going to, you know, make the mistake. I don't know. I wouldn't say a mistake, but not going to get let anyone get the jump on him. He's going to get going. As soon as he sees Forte make that move and he's going to go after them. And here comes the big gray beast down the middle of the track. And uh, can he get there in time? We'll see. I think it's going to be tight though. I think Forte um, is going to be able to hold off angel of empire. That's the thing about Forte that is concerning. It's like, I think he's going to be able to put away national treasure and I think he can hold off one of those two, you know, horses coming, but can he hold off the other one? You know, that's, that's a tough ask. So uh, I like uh, uh, Tappa Trice and or Angel of Empire on top with Forte, you know, just uh, doing well, running well, just not quite good enough to win. Lock it up. There you go. That is the analysis, uh, analysis of the Belmont Stakes for Saturday race number. What race is that? Race number 12 of the Belmont, of Belmont Stakes card or Belmont uh, Park card. Make sure you guys tune in for the Belmont Stakes and go get the betting Bible. Yeah, that's the case. Go get the betting Bible right now at racingdudes.com. We do in the full analysis of the Belmont Stakes card as well as the Belmont Stakes. Find out how we're betting every single race of the entire card 
on Saturday at Belmont Park. Race by race analysis, pace analysis, pick fives, pick threes, double, daily double tickets. Everything's going to be included in there. We had a 74% ROI in the Preakness Bible. I myself had a huge day in the Preakness. Hopefully, we can keep that thing going. Exactly how we're betting every single race um, on the card in the Belmont Stakes uh, day at Belmont Park. What's up, guys? JerryWaltzRacingDudes.com. Have you ever cashed a huge bet and thought, man, I wish I had a t-shirt to commemorate this victory? Now you do. That's right. Maybe you cashed in on a mutter. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Look at that. A mutter. You got that. This is the apparel you've been waiting for. It's finally here, OG Handicappers. That's OGHandicappers.com. This is the face of horse racing apparel. It's not only horse racing, they've got golf, they've got lifestyle, casinos, cigars, betting, you name it. It features all your favorite. Look at that. So you cashed it on the front runner. Of course, it went gay to wire. You know what? I need a t shirt for this. Boom. You've got it, OG Handicappers. OG Handicappers has a vibe for everyone, and they even now have ladies' apparel. I'm thinking about getting some ladies' apparel for the, you know, for the Tinder girls. Just bring them over. Here's a shirt for you. All right, OGHandicappers.com. Look at this. Get the uh, exact. Maybe yeah, cash it on a huge exacto. You know what? I need one. Or maybe you're the best, the favorite of the family. Grade one bread. That's it. That's what you need. Follow them on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Go to their store at OGHandicappers.com. Get yours today. Use promo code DUDES, D-U-D-E-S, at checkout for a 10% discount. That's OGHandicappers.com. Go get it. All right. Um, real quick, before we uh, we, we uh, let this thing go here, give me a uh, – let's see. I want to do this. Give me a race that you are, that's not the Belmont Stakes, and I guess not the Ogden Phipps, because we kind of talked about that earlier. Um, give me a race that you're you're most excited for, that you're ready to bet the favorite, you're ready, ready to bet against the favorite, that you think it's going to be, you get some juicy odds, whatever. Like, give me a race that you're you're looking at closely here. I think the Woody Stevens is really going to be something. I, I think you got 13 horses signed on there. As far as like the sprint circuit goes of the three-year-olds, I mean, that's the who's who. That's that's who you want to see. Uh, I, I'm really excited uh, to see that race. I think it's another situation where if you like a little bit of a shorter price, you're going to get a good enough price to bet that horse. And so that's always kind of nice as well. You don't have to really go price shopping. It's just going to be there. Um, you, you know, you got two Bafferts in the race. You got General Jim, who couldn't have looked any better last time out. And Fort Bragg, same way. Arabian Lion, I mean, Really good horses, really, really good horses in this field. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for that one. Um, if I had to pick just one that I'm most excited about, it, it's the Woody Stevens. Yeah, you said it. I, um, the, I'll give you one more since I, you said the Woody. I'll, I'll go uh, about the Jiper. That one, dude, is I, I mentioned it earlier, right? Races seven through nine are nuts. This is, of course, race nine. You mentioned race eight. And then race seven was the Ogden Phipps, where we listed off, you know, four of the six that could win. So, yeah, race nine, dude, is the Jiper, which, of course, is a win in your end Breeders' Cup. And, <laughs> I mean, absolutely chock full, 14 horses of just basically sprinting on the turf. It, what what more could – it's going to be nuts. You've got Caravel, who's been awesome, facing the boys. 
Um, what is she going to do here? Draws outside. Casa Creed is back after really running well. Um, it last out in uh, in Saudi. Rick got second. Uh, what can Casa Creed do? The pace setup looks like it's going to benefit you know uh, Casa Creed big time here. Caravel, there's a lot of other speed in the race. What is she going to do with that? I think it's going to be a heck of a finish. Really good race. I think it's going to be an awesome race. Uh, yeah, it, it bonus the Manhattan. I think is going to be lit. Uh, I I am so looking forward to that race as well. Um, it, it definitely is one of those cards where it's like, man, I got some bets. I like these bets, but for the first time really all year, you're also kind of like the fan of you's going, damn. I hope I cash these, but this is going to be fun to watch this. And you're right. Casa Creed Caravel, uh, you know, uh, Ottoman Empire or Ottoman Fleet, I should say. Ottoman Empire, Ottoman Fleet and uh, uh, up to the mark. It's going to be good. It's going to be a really good card. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be very upset when Arrest Me Red wins this after I backed him last time out big time. And you ran like, shit. Now he's going to run well here and and beat me. Um, Could happen. (laughs) <laughs> for sure yeah for sure that's a that and again it's one of those things is like you can't play them all you got to make an opinion here um yeah you're you said it too uh the race prior to the belmont stakes is going to be an insane race as well um like you, you mentioned autumn fleet and of course you know up to the mark who's been awesome lately red knight he's been really good as of late it's grade one winner now warren point you know maybe you know maybe he can re- rebound a little bit to applebee's you know, I'm wondering is Appleby Appleby hasn't been bringing the bringing the juice as of late. Like they're not running as good as it. You know, it wasn't as it's not as automatic as it was. So it's interesting to see. Ottoman Fleet ran really well last time, though. Well, as I say, the one he, that did run well was Ottoman Fleet, and so I think if he runs that race again, he's going to be tough. But boy, up to the mark, if he runs his last race again, he's going to be tough. So that'll be interesting. And also breaking news. Um, and again, this is my logic. If the Yankees can play two baseball games today, we can run Belmont Friday and Saturday. First pitch of the Yankees game, they are playing. I do have it on my phone here. It looks mildly hazy outside, but it doesn't look anything as bad as it did Tuesday night when I was watching. So I can only take this as a good sign that the Yankees are playing baseball, so the Belmont should be able to run Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I would. I I, I think let's just plan on it. Okay, how about that? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, fair. I'll make that decision for you. Um, yeah, Kevin, you need to you bet. Like one of us need like stop. We need to stop sinking. You bet. Arrest me, red this time. I won't. I'm not. So maybe at least one of us can be right. You know, it's it's too painful for us both to be wrong on that horse. So, mm-hmm. um, final thoughts. Anyone that uh, anyone has any comments, make sure you guys hit us up as we as we wrap this thing up. Um, but yeah, yeah. Kevin wants to know. Do we bore you this much, Aaron? Well, look, I Kevin, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm watching the Orioles and the Brewers. I'm watching the, the Giants and the Rockies. I did flip it over just to make sure they threw out the pitch because I don't have a bet on the White Sox and the Yankees, so I'll quit that. And I'm also watching Indiana Grand, so I'm doing those three <laughs> things plus the show. So, And it's not that you bore me. It's just that I have bets and all this, and I'm an addict. So don't don't take it personal. Dave, the answer is yes. Anybody betting Chez? Chez Pierre? Uh, yes. Although I, the way I, I'm not playing it to win, I got you. Got to get creative there. But I think that horse is awesome. Well, he said he said, is anyone beating? Oh, Chez? I think it's betting. Well, I, I mean, they all can get beat, but sh- that horse looks pretty tough. I have trouble reading. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, 
yeah, I, I'm, I'd be surprised. I think he, this looks like a huge standout. Those numbers, that last race was was something. It was. And especially, I think, the fact that you've got uh, Pratt, who's ridden that the, the, the Chad Brown horse the last two, ran one, both of them. Pratt rode uh, Chespierre last time out, one, and where did he stay put? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty telling because he likes to ride for Chad anytime he can, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Cody's wish. Um I I don't I think I don't think I'm against Cody's wish. Uh I, I think he's the most likely winner of the of the day, probably. I mean, as far as the, the stakes races go. But I Marco, get it. I, I, I'll I'll put it like this. I will not be shocked if he loses at all. I think a lot of those horses up against him, we've overrated for a while now. But I, I would not be shocked if one of those quote-unquote overrated horses finally lives up to kind of what we think they are. Yeah. Right? But Charge it, Wide Barrio, you know, they, they, they shouldn't beat him. But if they would live up to the level that we thought they were, they could beat him. That's that's kind of where I'm at with that one. You know, the... I was kind of overcharge it. And then, you know, getting to this race gets the jockey change, which I think was very important. What very needed as well. Not to say that Lisa is, is obviously he's a great jockey, but um, maybe just not for that horse. Um, gets Johnny V who, you know, goes back to Belmont where he kind of had that massive uh, effort. There's enough things that at least on paper, like you could see, like, could he finally put it together? Maybe, you know, you know, with, Maybe the mile isn't what uh, what Cody's wish wants to do, although I think he does. <laughs> but still, you know, there's enough factors there. But I just think Cody's I think Cody's wish is going to the classic. So I just think you know this is a horse that is going to do do fine here and pass really pass charge it and really even not charge it. Let's be honest, like it's not it's not a super deep field, you know, as far as quality goes. There's a lot of horses that are overrated in the race. Let's put it that way. You know, that I'm seeing a Dr. Scheibel comment. I, I don't know that he can get a mile. That's my biggest concern with him, but he's, he's really talented. The repo rock thing. It's like, sure. He can, he can beat them. I, I just, usually when these horses that have had these form reversals, let's call them when they get to this spot is usually when the wheels kind of fall off. So I'm kind of counting on that, but, you know, his absolute best race can beat him. He can beat anybody. So he's, he's a worry. He's to me, the uh, repro rocks is the big worry to me. Okay. What would you, what, is, is repo rocks going to win the Met mile? I mean, really? He can. I mean, I could decide if, can. are we going to see, what are we going to see for like, I guess that's the million dollar question, right? Or, you know, like if he runs what he ran last time, then one, he's got a huge shot, and two, he's a pace presence as well, a little bit. But if he runs like he's been running prior to that, then he's not going to be on the pace really. So that's another interesting part of it too. I don't know what he's going to do, um, but I do think Doctor Shivel, Charge it, even Slow Die Andy. Like I just think the race sets up even sets up perfectly for Cody's wish as well. That's the other part to it. Unless one of those horses freaks, you know what I mean? It seems like as long as Cody's wish fires, he should he should be in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes those horses that get out there 
like repo rocks and they don't quit. And that's, that's the worry. That's definitely the worry. The horse most likely to get beat between these two elite power or Cody's wish. I think elite power is most likely to lose. Between those two, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think Strobe is, is a serious threat in that race, but yeah. I do really like elite power. But out yeah. of those two, I would, I would put Cody's wish as a more of a lock than that one. Yeah. Yeah. Dave says elite power as uh, a fraud. I don't know how he's a fraud. Uh, wow. He's not a, he's not a fraud. Um, but, He's a horse that early in the card, if you, you might try to take a shot against, maybe we'll see. Mike said he loves Lee Powers and more luck. Um, I, I listen, I kind of the way I went into it was like because I bet Strobe last time, last race when in the count fleet, and I thought he ran well, and I was kind of excited to bet him back. And when I saw him here, I was like, okay, this might be the opportunity. But then you go back and watch Elite Powers last couple races. Holy shit, I, I think. You you're betting again if if you're betting against him talking about elite power you're you're kind of thinking well if that race took a lot out of him going overseas last time out and he he's just he's not quite as good he will get beat in this race by Strobe because I think Strobe is good enough to beat you if, if you're not at your best that that's where I kind of landed on it but yeah the only way you're playing against him is if you're saying like you just laid out like you're not not that he's not a good horse just that you're hoping yeah. that the opportunity here is that he's off the layoff strobes fitter he can get the jump on him maybe he's good enough to get it done so yeah uh, i agree dude that and that honestly it sold crazy. it for me i hope i hope i'm not wrong in terms of maybe needed you know a race after that race but man that was a monster performance Huge. flashed out like that was i mean the 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 the, the uh, breeders cup was was special but then he to, to back it off from that to that race like holy sh like that the See, uh i i kind of thought the breeders cup was just he won by default Dottie, by the way but like jackie's warrior sucked and the restless horses were awful and elite power was just the winner he was just the best horse but it wasn't that great and then you you look at the, that race in dubai and it's like well that was that looked different than the breeders cup that looked amazing yeah. So, full if he runs like he did in the Breeders' Cup sprint, I think he will get beat. That's that's where I'm at. He's going to well, I'll, do you like kind of like you mentioned earlier? If he runs like he did in the Breeders' Cup sprint, it's going to get awfully tight with Strobe. That that's probably the best. He still could win, but it's not going to be a blowout. Yeah, Strobe will have the jump on him. He's a horse that even you know, prior to Skelly just went nuts in the Count Fleet. And Skelly, by the way, has rattled off I think two wins since. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Strobe has been a horse that's right on the lead or real, real close to it. So you'd imagine he's going to have the jump on Elite Power. Elite Power come get him. But yeah, it'll be it'll be tight if uh, like you said, if he does run that race. If he runs like he did in, in Saudi and it's it's lights out um yep. and that's the thing about him you know he's he's rattled off six wins in a row and none of them have been close like it, there hasn't been one including the Vosburg, including the british coast sprint including the one in saudi none of them have been like oh it's tight no he just like he's he just down the lane just just eats them you know yep. so if he continues to do that um, kind of makes you think that I'll, I will say this. I will. Here's here's. I will say this, and that's I am picking him to win, but I am slightly concerned, slightly, 
that they were pointing to the Met Mile. And Mott said, no, I don't think I have a fit enough for the Met Mile to run the Met Mile off of the layoff. Well, so they pointed him here. That is a little bit of a concern for me. That ain't good. Because if he didn't have a fit enough to run good, in the but... Met Mile, do you think he can run him, you know, hold off Strobe? Or did he, I mean, and did he say there. that because he had a, he had the perfect horse for the Met Miles, so he just said, ah, to the connections, I, I don't think he's fit enough, and put him in the perfect race, which is a sprint, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Maybe. That's what I would have done if the connections were pressured me. I'd say, ah, he's not quite ready. We'll put him in this race that's absolutely perfect where he's dominant, and then I've got another horse for a race that's absolutely perfect at a mile. Well, I'll put him in there. <laughs> I mean, to yeah. me – when when they said the elite power stuff, I was like, why would they? Why would they do that? There's a six furlong race he can run in. It, yeah, why would you face Cody's wish? Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it'll come to fruition, but I don't, I don't know. Um, that. You know, that's just something he may have said. Extra nail, buddy. He's running <laughs> Ellis Park on Saturday. You know, allowance race. Right. Watch out. God, I hate that horse now. I'm so glad the fantasy league's over. After this weekend, I'm so tired of talking about that horse. What a bum. Well, he if he doesn't win that race, I, I looked at it briefly. Let's <laughs> stick a fork in him. Well, he's not let's like he's not in the Woody Stevens, which I thought was a possibility. He's not even in the Matt Wynn, which I thought was a possibility. You know, same next day at Ellis, of course, this year with them moving, but it's in the allowance race. I'll so. say this. If he's going to be a good horse, this is second off the layoff. We're stretching out to a mile. If he's going to be a good horse, he should win by four or five in this race. It's it's bad. It's not a good field. Shawty, I, don't think that, I don't think his last race was a good field either. But Yeah, well, that to be fair, I didn't even consider the horse that beat him, federal judge or whatever in – I didn't get, I didn't consider him in this race in the Woody Stevens. So, and he yeah. beat him. So, um, shoddy, listen, I mean, like you're welcome. I never would have picked national treasure there. I, that's why I traded because I didn't want to pick him. Yeah. And you got gifted where a horse looked like shit all season long and then won the Preakness. So yeah. congrats. I probably would have dropped him before the Preakness. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, it's all the time. We have checks out at racedudes.com for our, Free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Race Dudes premium button at mini at racedudes.com to learn more. Uh, remember, go check out the Belmont Stakes betting by. We just talked about a lot of the card on the Belmont Stakes undercard. You want to know exactly not only what we feel about those horses, but how we're going to bet those races. Obviously, we might like a horse, but we might have to play against how we're going to bet Halterman and I specifically, how the top four is going to shake down with the entire team at racingdudes.com. Make sure you go to racingdudes.com and get the Belmont Stakes betting Bible right now, remember, we're on Twitter at Racy underscore Dudes, Instagram and Facebook. You can find all episodes of Blinkers Off by visiting our podcast page, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places you listen to. We are there. Go check out the Magic Mike Show. They were live yesterday. They did the Belmont Stakes all grade one pick five preview. So you want more analysis of the card on Saturday. Make sure you go check out the Magic Mike Show on all those same platforms. And Halterman and his dad will be live. What time are you guys going live? Yeah, we'll be live in an hour and 38 minutes now. Hour and 38 minutes away from Dudes Who Bet Sports. We'll be talking Belmont, obviously, amongst many, many other things. All right. I, I, my, it feels like, like, I don't know if you've ever, you remember Cat in the Hat, the movie, the new one, like where they're just, just like, it feels like that's what's happening in my living room right now. Like they're just destroying it. Early. Yeah. And so I've got to oh. go. Knowing them, they probably are. So you better go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
got both of them here now, you know, because Cohen's out of school. So now it's right. like double trouble. You need to go. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, everybody, good luck uh, this weekend. Hopefully they run the, the, the Belmont Stakes. Hey. <laughs> Hopefully they run on Saturday. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Alterman. All right, good luck. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first. 